welcome to Talking Spirituality, the Glastonbury Abbey podcast. I'm your host, Nick Phillips, and today we're talking about Abbey House, which is a Grade 2 star listed building in Glastonbury. This is the building that can be seen between the iconic piers of the Abbey, built no doubt with a view of the ruins in mind. The house was first constructed long after the Abbey was ruined, in the 1820s as a gentleman's residence, and served as a family home throughout the 19th century. This was followed by a large portion of the 20th century as a retreat house, drawing people of various belief systems to stay and soak up the atmosphere of the place. Since 2018, the house has been back in the management of the Abbey, which cares for and uses the house. But more than just a historic property, Abbey House is valued by the local and visiting community as a special place and plays host to meditations, silent retreats, workshops, craft activities, wedding receptions, birthday celebrations, book sales, talks and more. I'm going to be joined today by the Abbey's event coordinator at the house, Penny Lamb, who has overseen the hire of the building for all sorts of events over the last few years. And we'll also be hearing from some of the hirers who come here time and again and what they find special about the place. Firstly, a bit of history of the house. The first owner of the house was a wealthy banker, John Fry Reeves, who purchased the Abbey Estate in 1825. He decided to build a house here and employed the eminent architect John Buckler to design it. Buckler was primarily an artist, intimately familiar with the architecture of historic buildings, after being commissioned to produce drawings of them by the thousand for the aristocratic antiquarian Richard Colt Hoare of Stourhead. Buckler visited Glastonbury in 1825, along with his patron, Colt Hoare, and met with Fry Reeves and the Bishop of Bath and Wells to advise on conservation of the Abbey ruins. It was from this meeting that Abbey House was born. Built in 1829 to 1830, before becoming known as Abbey House, its original name was Glastonbury Priory, and was one of the first examples of the Tudor Gothic style which became popular in the Victorian period. The house itself went through various owners and tenants and was at one point a vicarage, before becoming a retreat house for the Diocese of Bath and Wells in the 1930s after the estates purchased by the Church of England in 1909. The house was overseen by a series of lady wardens throughout the century and in the 1970s was run by an order of nuns the Sisters of Charity, who used to have bedrooms in the attic. The house has been altered several times over the years, first under the Austin family in the 1850s, when the service wing was extended and the courtyard added, and again during its time as a retreat house. Since the retreat used to have overnight guests, a lot of the large upstairs rooms were divided up to make smaller bedrooms. In 1957, one of the main downstairs rooms, the drawing room, was also converted into a chapel and had the windows at one end removed in order to create an altar space. Despite these changes, a lot of the original features remain and can be seen throughout the house. Now it's time to introduce my first guest, Penny, who looks after all the guests the Abbey welcomes to the house. Hello, Penny. Hello. Thanks for coming on. 
Um, Penny, listen to that bit of history. Do you think we should go back to the tradition of Lady Wardens? Do you fancy that title? No, I don't at all. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> it's, it sounds... Um, well, it sounds a bit too like old-fashioned? Really. Yeah, a bit too old-fashioned. And <laughs> I feel that I'd have to be, um, you know, walking around with lots of keys, clinking <laughs> them and clanking them. No, I don't fancy that at all. <laughs> um, when did you start here and what was your first impression of the place? Um, I started in 2017, was it? 18. 18. 18 must have been. Yeah, yeah. Um, gosh, time flies. <laughs> um, and I absolutely um, and truthfully fell in love with the place when I walked through the front door. Um, it seemed to me like a very welcoming house, mm. and still does actually. Um, I hope to keep that going. Um, as soon as you walk into the sitting room and saw the view of the Abbey, it, it's just breathtaking. Um, it's a very special place. Well, uh, we've got very few images of the place from back when it was, um, you know, a family home, but we do have little idea of how it was decorated. Um, as I mentioned, a lot of the original features remain, so the doors, the mouldings, windows. Um, do you often find yourself wondering what it looked like back in back then in the 19th century yeah definitely <clears throat> because the proportion of the rooms as well yes uh, yeah um i mean you can definitely see the library is the library mm. and the sitting room is the sitting room but it's the foyer the entrance foyer that's not really changed very much at all mm. um and i always have imagined you know the big open sort of roaring log fire there mm. um and for some reason i see dogs you know lying in front of it and and lots of plants and gilding um i mean it was a opulent place yeah but it I probably must... would have been quite a different color scheme yes then as well yeah true they were quite fond of dark colors weren't they? yeah and and dark wood yeah um, yeah but i i don't know i've always felt that it was it was very much a happy family home in the 19th century mm. how i know that i don't know but Just that's the feeling, feeling that yeah. i get um, so let's talk a little about the main rooms. We've we've mentioned the drawing room already, which is a large room. Um, now it's often used for talks and dinner parties. We've got a small meeting room, and the two most popular, and surprisingly, are the rooms that face mm -hmm. the abbey, the library, and the sitting room. Yeah. Um, can you just like say a bit about those for the listeners? Yeah, Paint the, draw a picture. <laughs> the drawing room is sort of on the side of the house, so it doesn't have the view of the abbey, but it yeah. still has nice views over the gardens, which we should mention the gardens as well, because they're beautiful. Yes. Um, the drawing room is sort of slightly wider, and it lends itself more to uh, more formal talks. And yeah. If you've got a, you know, you can place speakers in different parts of it. It's quite a flexible room, actually. Um, but if you need more chairs in rows, that suits it. Or um, we have had dinners in there where there's been sort of 30, 40 people um, and that works quite well in there as well. Um, but as you mentioned, the sitting room and the um, library are the two most popular rooms because they are central to the, to the view over mm -hmm. the abbey. But they're also much lighter in area than the drawing room. Um, and because they've got the connecting door... It works very well when yeah. if we're doing, um, I mean, we do all the, the catering we do here is buffet style. So it's help yourself. Mm. And quite often we'll have tables set up in the sitting room, for example, um, but we can lay the food out in the library. Mm. Or if groups are using both rooms, 
they can use the, the library as a sort of breakout space. Yeah. But yeah. you've also got the foyer as well, as I mentioned before. So anybody that hires any of the rooms also has the use of that, and, and as I say, yeah. of course, the gardens and so as well. So you can drift between the rooms. You can drift, <laughs> yeah, you can drift. I mean, quite often, a lot of groups hire the whole of the ground floor. Yeah. Um, and actually, that works very well if you've got a lot of different things going on. Um, because as you've said, you can drift. You, there's, there's quite a good flow of all the rooms mm. down on the ground floor. Which must have been designed for when... I guess the the gentleman would go into the I would library so. or yeah. pile or whatever yeah. it was at the time. I would imagine yeah, the library would have been, yes, I've got a vision of them now. The <laughs> library would have been the gentleman, you know, sitting, smoking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, shortly we're going to hear from some of the most ardent fans of the house. Um, but what do you think it is about the place that attracts people, especially the groups that want to come here for the, the more spiritual type of workshops? Yeah, I think it's been said so often by the groups that come. It's got a very special, calm, almost secluded feel to the house, although mm-hmm. I know it's not. But I think visitors feel safe yeah. here. Um, and and as I say, it's very peaceful, yeah. very calming. Even though we're in the centre of the town. So. Absolutely. And that, that strikes everybody. It does me as well, actually. You would never know... Um, if you're in the Abbey and, so, and as well as Abbey House that you are smack in the middle of a busy town <laughs> like Glastonbury yeah. <laughs> so do you think that the place itself has a spiritual air? I think spiritual means different things to mm. different people doesn't it? Um, I think it does I think it does um, I mean it's, it's brought um, retreats here and seekers for many years but it, I mean originally the building was a family home and the architecture is quite masculine but it's very different to the vibe of the the groups who use the place today yeah. um, which is more often geared towards honouring the feminine. Yes. Um, do you think it's that kind of repeated use over the years that's kind of made it such a peaceful place it's just this atmosphere? I think it must be um, I mean there's it, it it definitely a lot of the groups sort of veer towards the feminine. There are a lot of all female groups that come mm. here. Um, I think a lot of them feel that its positioning, you know, with the tour one side and the abbey yeah. the other, is very significant. Yes. Um, and it has that history of the whole area, doesn't it? Yeah. Of that. So yeah, I think probably repeated use has kind of compounded that mm. that feeling of spirituality. Yeah. Has anyone ever told you anything surprising about the house, either either from its history or from their experiences that they've had here? Um, quite. I'm often asked if I ever see any ghosts, um, <laughs> and I never have. Um, but I'm sure if I did, they would be very friendly. <laughs> um, but I've certainly felt presence, and I think you would do in an old house like this. Um, and certainly, one lady said to me that she'd felt a hand on her shoulder, um, which took me a bit by surprise. But um, she wasn't unperturbed by it, um, or perturbed by it. Um, what's surprise? I mean, I've heard a couple of things, that sort of quite funny ones. Um, there's a lady who grew up here um, as a baby in the 40s, and she remembers her mother um, looking after um, un- unmarried mothers at mm. the time. And I think there were lots of ladies that were sort of being... Um, 
sort of kept here really not kept here but yeah there was a that, yes oh, okay. yeah. Yeah, uh, there, there, there's quite a few parts of the history that we might not even be aware of no that's true and, and this was just somebody that that um wanted to come back she was visiting in the area and visited yeah. abbey house and sort of came with a few stories that's always always nice to hear yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay um thanks penny we're now going to get on to zoom and we're going to hear from some of the hirers of the house okay so first of all we're joined by anna otero speaking with us via zoom hello anna um, where are you calling from today well, I'm actually um, calling from Spain. I live in Madrid, in the in the mountains of Madrid. <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> I hope it's nice and warm and not too warm for you. It's it's very warm, but I love the heat. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, so as you know, um, we're talking about Abbey House today and what brings people here and what you think makes it special. Um, so, how many times have you visited the house and and held courses here? Well, in one year, the last year, I think it was there four times, right, Penny? Wow. Yes. Four times yeah. in one year. And the reason why I kept returning, and I've been doing retreats in Glastonbury for many years, but not four in a year. And with Penny, it was just being in the Abbey House and and just, just the people and the energy there was so sacred that I kept wanting to return. Oh, lovely. Lovely. Um, so what do you focus on when you're here? What's what's your course about? Well, I work with the Magdalene Christ energy and I work through creativity. We do we use the voice, we chant in Aramaic, and we also do ceremonial drumming and sacred dance, a lot of sacred dance and energy work. And so it's all geared towards that. Most of the retreats are called Magdalene Avalon Retreat. Um, but we all we work with the whole lineage of, of Christ and the Magdalene. So it's very anchored in the sort of the Avalon tradition. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Do you find, Anna, that, and um, by the way, we're delighted to have you here all the time. Yeah. <laughs> do you find that it's the same sort of people who are drawn back to do more courses with you once they've been here with you on a, on a course? Yes. I yeah. think there, there's, um, again, like I said in the beginning, the, the, the team that you have create um, a presence, right? A beautiful presence that makes it warming. Also, the Abbey grounds are very beautiful, right? To be able to be on top of the ley lines of Michael and Mary and to see the beautiful nature and the Abbey when you're teaching is a privilege. And I do feel that when people come back, they come back for the Abbey House as well. It's an experience, yeah. not just me. It's me and the Abbey House. Good. Um, so would you say, well, really you're saying it there, but I know it's important to me as well, um, that it's the energy of the place here that is important? I am the I think it's it's everything together. First, phys yeah. the physical space is just, uh, it's so warming, right? You know, you walk in, you've got a beautiful space to create your um, your retreat. And then yeah. all of you are so helping when I need things, like, <laughs> like <laughs> clouds and things like that. And then, you know, it is a retreat and, and people are going inward. And so when we take our break, just knowing that there's coffee there and tea and, and, and that you're taking care of us. I mean, that on a 
the physical level is so important. And then the energy, the energy, the presence there, you can really feel the work that has been going on there for so many years, even before you probably um, <laughs> turned yes. it into a street center. And when I say energy, um, I, I don't want to sound so esoteric, even though I kind of am, but when I say energy, there is a beautiful presence of just light. And, and what I really love about it is it's neutral. And that for me is important because I can go in and I can feel that it is a space that integrates everyone, not just one belief, not just one type of workshop or retreat. That's mm. really interesting. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so, I mean, being obviously the Abbey being primarily a place of Christian importance, do you think there's more kind of on top of that or, or underneath that? Yes, I actually do. I think there is there there is this presence, and I always say that when I go in, and and there's even a chapel in the abbey, right, in the abbey house. That's amazing, and you can see the the conch, the shell that is connected to El Camino, you know, here in in mm -hmm. Spain, the pilgrimage, yeah. and and I do feel a very beautiful Christ vibration there, and I can feel it, and it is in the light, and I think that's why I'm so drawn to it. Right. And we know that things always happen in these places and history and uh, but you can feel not just the ley lines emitting the light and supporting the energy, but also beautiful work that has been done there for hundreds of years. Mm -hmm. OK, um, is there anything else you wanted to add today? Well, um, you know, there's so much. Like, <laughs> yeah. um, I do think that um, it is, like I said in the beginning, it's a privilege to be able to hold a space, a retreat or a workshop, because I know that many people come to do workshops as well or facilitate workshops. But to see all of the green and the garden, I mean, in the last retreat we were in, we were so lucky that it was sunny and we yeah. were able to go outside and drum and do sacred dance and do some Sufi whirling as well. We could take off our shoes and just pray at the tree. And it felt so invigorating, right? Yeah. And yeah, it's beautiful. And there's one thing that we always do when we're at the Abbey House is we pray the, the rosary in Aramaic. And the energy of the land, it just, it seems like that that prayer is for the Abbey House. I can feel it. And yeah. uh, and I just want to always say thank you because you really do take care of me and you take care of the group. And again, apart from the presence and the beauty of the Abbey House, it is also knowing that we're going in and you're always there, right? And, and we're always tended to. And that for me is really important as well. Well, it's always a pleasure to have you in the group here. And it's really you. nice to hear that feedback. I'm sure Penny appreciates I it. I really do. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> and yeah, lovely to hear yeah, you just thought your thoughts about the house and you know, the gardens. I'm sure the the grounds team as well love to yeah. hear hear that from you. So thank you very much, Anna. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you, Anna. And I'll see you soon. See you soon. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you. Okay, so next up, we're going to speak to Stella Brooks. Hello, Stella. Hi, Nick. How are you? I'm well. How are you? I'm very good, thank you. Thank you for inviting me to jump onto this. That's that's fine. Um, where are you calling from today? 
Um, I'm based in the Midlands, so um, Solihull. In it's not far from Stratford, Warwick, um, mm-hmm. right in the centre of the UK. So and you're a couple of hours away from us. Yeah, I think it's about two and a half hours to get to you. Yeah. Um, yes, well, I should know that really. I come down often enough. Shouldn't mm-hmm. I? <laughs> Um, so when did you first start bringing groups to Abbey House? My goodness me, when did I start bringing them? It was probably a year or two before lockdown. Uh, Penny will probably know better than I would, to be honest. Um, you were one of the first groups that I remember yeah. coming here. Um, mm. How did you find out? I thought you'd been here before me. No, no. Um, what had actually happened was um, a colleague, Jill, was looking for accommodation because what was happening was the groups were growing. So as we were coming down, we were struggling to find accommodation that could deal with the size of the workshops because you know how it is with word of mouth when things are working. Yeah. Um, so it was a struggle to find the rooms that could accommodate the um, the size of the groups as they were growing. Mm. Um, so Jill did a bit of research. She came across Abbey House, um, spoke with yourself, spoke yeah. with me. And, um, yeah, it, it all went from there, really. We came down, had a look around, liked yeah. the feeling of the room, thought Penny was all right, you know. I'll <laughs> <laughs> you sort of, later. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that sort of thing. And, no, no, it just it was just one of those lovely synchronicities, you know. I think, you know. Yeah the house turns up when we were ready for it and vice versa you know so yeah so it would have been 2018 gosh that's scary isn't it 2018 yeah yeah. i thought it was five years Um, yeah yeah yeah. gosh and uh what is it that you teach or lead yeah um, well, what I do is um, I do workshops uh, they're for women. So we work with women in terms of the workshops. Um, that's not what I do. I work with mixed groups normally, but Glastonbury is all about um, a series that I call The Heroine's Return. It's this thing that all women have got that that essence within us that's really waking up. And it, was in, it started off in preparation for what we all know is happening now with women waking up. And now it's about them really stepping into who they came here to authentically be and to sort of like, you know, hold the space to allow the change um, that we all know is needed to stop this legacy of limitation being passed on to future generations. And it has to start with, from the work I'm doing, it has to start with the women because they're the main caregivers. So, you know, they're the ones that lead by example, they show. So that's what I do, sort of. (laughs) Um, and do you find that attracts people from all over, not just local? Oh, gosh, yeah. It, it's such a bizarre thing because I came to Glastonbury originally. I've been working in Glastonbury for probably, I think we had about three prior to finding Abbey House. And it was with the it was with the intention of actually bringing in a new audience. But what I found was that people that knew my work in the Midlands followed me down because of the draw of Glastonbury, you know, mm-hmm. so... They, they they followed me down and it's very much um even like we've had people in from Europe and everything. I'm I'm sure if I said I was doing it in Stratford, I wouldn't get people coming from Europe <laughs> to, to join in. It, it is very much um the fact that they can join in something that resonates with them, but they can also do it in in the energy of Glastonbury itself. So I yeah. think that's a real draw. I absolutely leads on to the next question. Really, you're you're saying there um you know, what to you is unique about Glastonbury? 
Gosh, how long have you got? Oh, I know. <laughs> and I'm, I'm sure you. I'm sure you've probably heard it all before. Um, it's such a thing, isn't it? Because we we are just like you really. We're made up of our stories, aren't we? We're all about the stories, the things that have been passed down to us. You know that we, we've lost it an awful lot. You know, we're stepping away from that connection of teaching and learning through story. But Glastonbury is so rich with with story, isn't it? It's so rich with so many things. It's got this mystical antiquity about it, yeah. and yeah, and it's so so attractive. And of course, you know, you've got historical figures that are attached to Glastonbury, which speaks to a different audience you've got the real history like the iron age and everything else that again is another audience there's all these layers yeah uh, there's all these layers. and of course you know we, you can't not mention the ley lines um when because i work with energy so that's a huge draw because it's um in terms of how metaphysics works and that the fact that you're actually working directly at a very deep level on a ley line means that that ripple effect has been brought around the world in a much quicker way you know it's almost like it's like a river bringing it out into so the you world feel like um what you're doing here kind of radiates out oh most definitely yeah that's that's the sense i, I mean i sort of thought at first you know oh, this is just like a nice idea you know because <laughs> uh, i said we had worked in um in other locations prior to finding abbey house and um, the difference when we actually worked on the ley line to actually, because obviously um, I'm sure you've already told people that listen to the podcast or they know that there are rooms that it runs directly through. Um, it's hugely, you can just feel the difference in the energetics that are held in the room. It's incredibly powerful, you know. So um, that's what draws the women back. they like, oh, which room are we going to be in? It's almost like... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They almost want to know. <laughs> <laughs> so I suppose really you've answered that now. I was going to ask you, you know, what draws you back here? Because, you know, I'm delighted that you come back to Abbey House as you do and you're coming again in a few months' time. Yeah, we are. Um, yes. Yeah, it is not far. Mm. Um, so is it the view as well of Glastonbury Abbey? You mentioned the ley lines. Is it a feeling inside the house? Is it a combination of all of it? I think, to be honest with you, it, it is probably a combination. I mean, you can't not mention the view. I mean, yeah. you know, from either of those, especially the two back rooms, yeah. you actually have a view overlooking something so striking as the, you know, as the remains of Abbey House. It's just phenomenal. I mean, it's, yeah. it, it, it is, there's, I don't think you could find words to explain the impact that that can have on you when you enter into a yeah. space. You know, it's one of those things you walk into the room and there it is right in front of you. It's, it's beautiful, absolutely beautiful. But it is also that combination of the energetics. And I have to say, from my point of view, um, the energetics in the house have changed dramatically from when you opened it. You could feel that it was tired. It was, you know, the energy hadn't been running and what have you. And now it's there's this vibrancy to it. It's really lighting up. You can actually feel it. It's mm. so, so, so beautiful. It really, really is. So it, it, it's all of that. And, of course, you know, um, there's this woman that looks after it, Nicholas, who's quite, <laughs> she's quite good at what she does and makes sure we're all looked Thank after. You. <laughs> you can pay me later. But no, yeah. to be honest, it's it's uh, you're, you're so well looked after when you get there as well. And, I mean, I think that's true of a lot of places because it's your livelihood, isn't it, you know, to sort of keep the income coming in. But there's, there's just a certain personal quality to it that just resonates with the group. 
So yes. if I actually ever said to them, oh, we're going to a different part of Glastonbury this year, I, th- I think I would be, um, <laughs> I wouldn't be doing year nine of, the, <laughs> of this series, or it'd be a much smaller group. <laughs> oh, that's good to know. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's lovely to hear. Thank you, Stella. You're welcome. And we'll, we'll see well, you here again. I soon. look forward to seeing you in October. Yeah, in October. So this will probably be going out after I've been to see you again. Yeah. So, yeah, but I'm really looking forward to seeing you. I we'll really make sure you know about it. <laughs> Thanks, Stella. Really you appreciate to do that. it. You're really welcome. I hope Thank that Thank you happens. very much. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Take Peace care, both. Lots of love. Bye. Lots Bye. Of love. Okay, next we're with Paul and Siri Barker. Thanks for coming on. Thank, Thank you for having us. And where are you calling from today? We are just outside of Peterborough in a little village called Apethorpe, uh, okay. which is about two hours north of London. Okay, so quite far away from Glastonbury. Yes, yeah, yeah. quite yeah. a little way. Yeah. Um, how long have you been coming to Abbey House? Uh, well, we've come for the last couple of years uh, mm-hmm. and we've booked for the next couple of years uh, because we, we we love it so much. And we we were living overseas previously. Mm-hmm. Um, we only came back to the UK in 2020. So it was uh, only shortly after that that we really began to get our work back out and about in the UK. And mm-hmm. our first, first port of call was... Uh, a friend of ours mentioned the Abbey, and uh, mm-hmm. then we got in contact with Penny, and the rest, as they say, is uh, is history. Um, <laughs> we, we we now come an- annually, and that's our plan for the next, uh, as long as we can keep going. Lovely. And had you um, been to Glastonbury before? Did you know the town, what it's like? Yes. Yeah. Siri, yeah. you like to say? Yeah. yeah, we've been to Glastonbury before, and a lot of the people that come on our yearly pilgrimage love Glastonbury so Mm -hmm. for us to have a place to come to in Glastonbury is absolutely amazing and yeah you can't believe what a gift it is to be able Mm -hmm. to come to the Abbey House it Mm -hmm. is such a special place in the middle of Glastonbury and uh, we love being in the space of the Abbey House that sits in the center to us to me anyway it feels like it's the heart of Glastonbury when I go there um yeah we just love it and everybody who comes if they haven't been to Glastonbury they're like mm-hmm. can we come we want to come to Glastonbury we have people from Ireland people from Holland yeah. we have people coming over it really from has the, USA. That is some international yeah. feel doesn't it yeah yeah, yeah very much it yeah, yeah and I love it with seeing so many different people come to the house as you know um it's always a pleasure to see you both and um You've answered my question in some way, Siri, but I wondered if you could expand a little bit on what what you think is special about Glastonbury and and Abbey House, really. Oh, gosh. Abbey House has the most beautiful view over the ruins. Mm -hmm. So when we come and we're in one of the rooms that we hire, we look out onto those ruins and there's something so peaceful uh, so sacred, uh, so special when you look out. And uh, for us, oh, we, yes. have, we, we, uh, we have people coming yearly and most of us meet online. And so coming into the Abbey House grounds and being able to be so close to the Abbey ruins 
but also to find the space in the Abbey grounds, or the Abbey house grounds, where there's roses, there are beautiful trees in blossom, there, there's space in nature, and, and part of our work that we do is nature-based. So we really take our group outside into nature. And one of the biggest things is people feel they can breathe. They can mm -hmm. breathe in a place that is special and unique uh, those trees penny that you have yeah. there are, are are something just incredible to sit under the trees yeah be encompassed in that space uh that's it, all, it always amazes me um it still does it, it it brings me great joy as well that all that peace and security is right in the middle of glastonbury it, yeah. it's always extraordinary to me yeah yeah, absolutely. And I think the other thing for us is being within the house, within the grounds, within Glastonbury, it's such a container. Mm. And we find it's a real container for the work that we do, which is personal and planetary transformation. Mm. Um, and we only received an email the other day from somebody who wants to come, you know, next year and then told us a beautiful story about her own transformation that she had at the workshop this year, okay. which we hadn't heard about before, um, okay. which was just, yeah, and that's the reason we do it. You know, we, we yeah. don't do it for our own selves. You know, we do yeah. it because we're in service. And uh, I, the moment you step onto the ground there, the moment you drive through the, uh, the gates, yeah. it's just like, it's like its own vortex, if I can put it in another way. It's with the energy of the ruins mm -hmm. and, and that, mm -hmm. yeah. So, if you want to try and look at all the whys and, and you're trying to tick off all the boxes, for us, it, it it's just absolutely perfect for what we do. Oh, that's lovely. Uh, yeah. This, this, yeah, this next year we're, we're going to be going into the Abbey Ruins grounds yeah. via your little gate, yeah. uh, obviously making the payment prior. But that to us is very special because it means we, as a group, we can be in, in the Abbey House and then actually as a group, go down into the Abbey Ruins and yeah. do some meditations and do some work together. And it, it, as Paul says, it's holding that container. We go from being in that space and really weave through the trees and, and come into yeah. the Abbey Ruins. So we haven't done that before, and we are really looking forward to oh, being able to do that with, with you, um, you being the gatekeeper. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, oh, some of the other things it. is we, we work with water, uh, we, we hold water very sacredly. So for us and a lot of our participants coming to the red and the white waters and being at the chalice well and being in that space is beautiful. So we really collect water sacredly and bring it into the, the, the Abbey House mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. for our work. And on the, the, the third day of our workshop, we go as a group up the tour so it really is beautiful to go up together after spending two days in in abbey house and and for everybody to go up and just breathe in that space and to and it is a challenge sometimes and yeah. we have people who find that whole experience quite challenging and um, get to the top and feel so elated to have actually got up there and, and pushed through some difficult uh, barriers so you know the whole 
the whole space of coming to Glastonbury is is just awesome. And it's all quite sort of contained in quite a small area as well, isn't it? So Chalice Well, if people don't know, it's just kind of down the same the same road that we're on the tour. You access from the same, you know, it's it's, it's maybe a mile away. It's it's all like in the centre of the town, and quite often abbeys you usually find a kind of um you know out, outside and they're kind of a bit remote and you you think of retreat houses are kind of away in the um in the countryside but you at the abbey you're in the very center because the town grew around the abbey yeah. and 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 still it, you wouldn't know that you're in the middle of the town because it's so yeah. beautiful when you're in when you're in the gardens and in the house you wouldn't know that you're in the center and uh, all this hubbub going on down down in in town and yeah. it is to me it's the heart center but one of the other nice things is is that people are actually mostly in walking distance to their accommodation yeah and that <laughs> is beautiful as well they can just step out from having breakfast come down and be in this beautiful space yeah Absolutely. That's a good point, actually mm. yeah yeah. And I think you know the whole town benefits as well. You know, um, from having having you all coming to stay. You know, I think yeah. it's an important for me. Community is really important generally, um, and you know we do do a lot of community, get involved in a lot of community um, charitable projects in, within yes. the town and within Abbey House. Um, and for me, that's a joy that the house is constantly used in so many different ways. Um, if used is the right word, enjoys. I prefer to say. I think. <laughs> it does and uh, we feel welcomed by the house every time we come back it, it really is a, a presence of hello and welcome back mm -hmm. into yes. the space and you know your point on community everybody loves it when we come into the space and uh, you know one of the, the highlights for us is Penny <laughs> <laughs> See, absolutely because everything is organised, the teas, the coffees, everything is there. Uh, if we need anybody, Penny's on site. And it, it, it just, you welcome us into the space, Penny. And, and that's uh, really a big plus when we come there because we feel like we're coming to see an old friend <laughs> and the house mm. is an old friend. So it, it makes oh. us feel mm. safe to bring all our people into that space. Yes. Oh, that's very kind. Thank you. It's always a pleasure to see you both. We um we talked a bit earlier about the the energy of the place and even though it's it's got this quite sort of masculine architecture and you know it's built as a gentleman's residence, it does draw a lot of groups that work um with the feminine in the space. And um, do you feel like it's quite a balanced kind of energy? Yes, yeah. I, oh, it, it it is balanced. I, I think that the as you say, the stature of the mm. space is, is quite grand, masculine, isn't it? Yeah. But it feels like it holds you, so it doesn't feel overpowering in mm. uh, in, a, in a negative sense, if we could say mm. that. Uh, it it feels very very balanced. How do you feel about it, uh, Paul? Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, I I feel it doesn't portray patriarchal masculinity, mm -hmm. which is deemed a more negative aspect, mm -hmm. but it actually, for me, the en the masculine energy there is more sovereign based. You know, that, that mature holding sovereign and then surrounded by the beautiful grounds of the, you know, the much more feminine flowers and all the rest of it. So I think that balance, you've got mm -hmm. the strength of the masculine, you've got the strength of the feminine, 
in terms of what's actually out in the garden and growing and just the whole energy of the place. So I think the balance for us, the balance is really, really good. And I think that's why things have gone really well for us when we've come down. I think the work that we've done the first year we came, you know, we did our whole thing on balancing masculine and feminine energy mm-hmm. within yeah. people. And yeah. that was a, that was a huge thing. Um, so yeah, I, I, I love it. Mm. Absolutely love it. It's just, Brilliant. and and again, I just want to reiterate how important Penny you are in the welcoming, in the way that you are, because you, you, it's like, it's like you've got a grandmother welcoming people into the land, that energy when people arrive. So, mm. I, you know, don't underestimate that, the, the power and the strength mm. of that, please. It's very, it really is very important. People, not just place. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Well, as you know, right. I love the place. <laughs> and that I comes don't. over, Penny. That yeah. comes over your enthusiasm. You exude that. And uh, that, that's beautiful. And, mm. and uh, what we've said, Nick, is that Penny has the most beautiful office <laughs> we would like to come and work in Penny's office. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Funny. Absolutely. It's, it's a great view. Mm. <laughs> there are worse places to be. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> when you were talking earlier about community, I, I just wanted to add that one of the, the, the things that our group really enjoys is that we, we tend to bring a nice picnic. Mm. So during our breaks, People will go out and we, we come at a time when it's beautiful weather and you know, people can be outside and everyone comes together with picnics and sits together and some people go yeah. off on their own for a while and then come back into the fold of the community. So it feels uh, so welcoming the garden to be able to have the group be wherever they need to be mm. in that garden. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Thank you very Thank much. You. Thank you for, so much. Uh, for your time to uh, come and uh, share your joy of the house. That's no, really kind of you. Thank you. We, we, love it. we, we are so grateful to Vicky. You know Vicky Penny. Oh, who, yes, yes. Who introduced us. And she said, oh, yeah. there's this place called Abbey House. We, we yeah. immediately got on, immediately got on to Penny. Yeah. And uh, we, we are so grateful that we can have the space year in and year out. And it's become a pilgrimage for all of our people. Mm. It, it really is a a great pilgrimage each year. And as you know, a pilgrimage starts the moment you leave your home. Yes. <laughs> Everyone's journeys down to Glastonbury are, are yeah. wild and wonderful. And Glastonbury being a place of great pilgrimage. It yes. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, so it's, we're just grateful. So, so grateful. Thank you, Penny. Thank you, oh, Nick. We're delighted to awesome. um, have you visit. Your old friend, no? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you so much. And thank you for inviting us. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for doing it. Thank you, and we'll see you again soon. You will. See you in a few months. Take care, both. Bye for now. Take care, guys. Bye Bye for now. Well, that was lovely to hear. Um, not just the, the praise, but all, all the enjoyment I that know. Um, they all seem to get out of the place. Yeah, definitely. And, um, you know, that's what makes my job so much fun, to be honest <laughs> with you. It's really good to hear. Yeah. Uh, it might it might seem strange um, at first doing an episode on a building for a spirituality podcast episode but I think listening to those hirers people get a sense of what is special about the place um an atmosphere that you can't perhaps you can't quite define it but it's comforting and welcoming to the people 
yes. um, especially people hosting spiritual workshops in Glastonbury, of which we get a lot of them. We do, we yeah. do, yeah. in the wisest, widest possible sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and hopefully people will understand more that the, the house is part of the Abbey and it does support the charity yes. and what we do as well as being supported and maintained yes. by the charity. Yeah. And I think that's... Um, important message to get across because yeah. it, it's it's sort of seamless really between the abbey and here yeah okay well yeah. thank you for joining me penny it's not been at all fun. thank um, you nick no really enjoyed it yeah i'm sure really your guests can't wait to be back here again yes i hope so look forward to it and thank you everyone for listening this has been a glastonbury abbey podcast glastonbury abbey is an independent charity you can support us by visiting the Abbey, becoming a member or donating via our website, glastonburyabbey.com. Mm-hmm.